We got to remember what we're for. Too often in conservative media, we're complaining about what we're against. Oh, there they go again, criticizing the left and the agenda they create without focusing on our own agenda, which for me is MAGA. Make America great again. Make what could be wrong with that? Who can have an issue? And actually, when you go into the details of MAGA, I think it goes beyond party. I think, quite frankly, common sense Democrats could get their hands, their head around MAGA. Granted, MAGA means different things to different people. Uh, I know what it means for me. I have a list. I memorize it by heart. Let's see. Um, we have to have strong borders, right? We have to have legal immigration. We have to maintain the innocence of our children. We have to have a strong national defense. I don't like overly intrusive regulation. Got to have some, but it can't get too carried away. Let's see. I believe in maintaining our God-given rights and certainly the rights enshrined in our Constitution, especially the First and Second Amendment. I also don't like getting into goofy, phony wars and not winning them. Huh? I'd also like to go to Mars. And there's one thing on my list. Oh, how about like Martin Luther King said? judging people by the content of their character, not the color of their skin. Who could be opposed to that? Well, 50% <laughs> of the country, or at least, well, they've done so much lying about Donald Trump, right? Because that agenda that I just outlined, it's not a, it's not a bad agenda. And Donald Trump is uniquely positioned and poised to, well, he won 2016, only he could have done that, right? Who is this guy? Where did he come from? Thank God he came from wherever he came from when he came, right? I mean, he's very unique. He doesn't fit in in Washington because he builds stuff. He creates. I mean, who in Washington knows how to create anything? Could you do this? Could you, uh, let's say, take a old-timey hotel, buy it, do all the work you had to do to get it done, renovate it? I mean... Donald Trump did that when he was 27 years old. How about creating a skyscraper? When the mayor of the city of New York is trying to trip you up every step of the way, he did it, and a hundred others. <laughs> That's pretty serious. That's a serious accomplishment. And I like it, you like it, America likes it. Somebody who has something tangible to show for himself. What does Joe Biden have to show for himself, huh? That big, dopey smile and talk. That's it. That's it. 50 years later, it's the same guy, same big smile. And he, where does he go? What has he done other than take care of himself and go with the winds wherever they're blowing? Here's a man who was pals with Strom Thurmond, the racist segregationist senator from South Carolina. They were buddy-buddy. As soon as Joe got there, they bonded big time. There's Joe with a segregationist. Here's Joe going totally over the top with gay pride this, trans this, trans that, <laughs> you go from Strom Thurmond to making sure that drag queens show up in school with little kids. <laughs> uh, this agenda will not pass with most Americans if they really thought about it, so they have to demonize Trump as much as possible. How about having a border? Don't most people stand for that? Turns out Joe's been thinking about busting up the border for a long time. This goes all the way back to 2015. Watch. An unrelenting stream of immigration. Nonstop. Nonstop. Folks like me who were 
Caucasian of European descent, for the first time in 2017, will be in an absolute minority in the United States of America. Absolute minority. Fewer than 50% of the people in America, from then and on, will be white European stock. That's not a bad thing. That's a, that's a source of our strength. I, I, I'm not comfortable with that. And not because I'm a white whatever, I just don't want to judge people by what's on the outside. And it seems like Joe was thinking back then about illegal, illegal immigration. Let's keep it legal. And then you have to take an oath that you support our values and our way of life. And then it truly does not matter where you come from or what you look like if you take that oath and you get here legally. Uh, this is not popular. It's not. Again, they have to demonize Trump to distract. And I don't think this is either. Take a look. I want you to know, President Zelensky, I want you to know that all the people of Ukraine to know as well, the American people have been with you every step of the way, and we will stay with you. We will stay with you for as long as it takes. Why don't they ever talk about peace? Why don't they ever talk about wrapping this war up? Donald Trump is talking about ending it in 24 hours. Why can't we have more of that? Why don't they even try? And there's this. Americans seem to understand that there would be no war if President Trump were still in office. Putin would not have invaded if Trump were president. 62% of Americans believe that. So um, on the big issues of our time, Trump wins. This is common sense stuff. It really is. So what do you have to do? You have to make him a monster, right? You have to make him out to be an authoritarian, a dictator, whatever. All things he's not. Like this. Trump suggesting he would bring charges against a political opponent, even if he hasn't done anything wrong. Trump takes a page straight out of the authoritarian playbook, vowing to lock up his political opponents. He has been openly bragging about the authoritarian moves he will take. Number one, front and center, that he's going to put his political opponents behind jail. Doesn't really get much more autocratic than that. He's actually been decrying the whole thing. If you guys do it, I guess you set the precedent and others could do it and I could, right? But they did it. He's talking about what they did, criticizing it, but they actually did it. They threw him in jail twice. Twice he actually was arrested. Uh, it's kind of sickening, isn't it? And the FBI raiding Mar-a-Lago, can you believe it? They have to portray him as a demon, as a monster, because their sinister plot will never sell with the American people. Scare him. The documents all over the floor, even though he was totally authorized as a president of the United States to have those documents, and he went to Mar-a-Lago as president on January 20th, 2021. Joe Biden had documents, wasn't authorized to take them, stuffed them in his garage. He hasn't been indicted. He hasn't been bothered. And he even, well, he even admits it. Classified material next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, we're going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, people, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Okay, so it's not like you're sitting out in the street. So but at any rate. Yes, as well as my Corvette. <laughs> uh, shouldn't the case against Trump have been dismissed or never brought after this guy said that? Or maybe a case against him, to be totally fair. This is really, really bogus. People know it. People who are thinking know it. People who aren't addicted to social media know it. And Jack Smith is a 
Well, I could use a lot of words right now. Uh, I don't think he's fair. I think he is unethical. And I'm looking through his latest, what do they call this anyway, a petition. It is full of political statements, political statements, not legal statements. This guy has a political grudge against Donald Trump. I'll have more on this tomorrow. Um, in the meantime, everyone's trying to downplay what James Comer came up with, the Republican from Kentucky, chairman of the House Oversight Committee. The more they come out against him, the more I know, and you should know he's right. Payments from Hunter's business entity to Joe Biden are now part of a pattern revealing Joe Biden knew about, participated in, and benefited from his family's influence peddling schemes. He's right. We went through the documentation last night. I'm going to do it again in a moment. The media's reaction, though, trying to say that all of this is a, a joke, hilarious mistake in James Comer's new Biden corruption claim. Wow. Comer flops in latest attempt to link Hunter Biden to corruption, really giving him the benefit of the doubt here. Representative Comer dishes absurd theory over Hunter's truck repayments. Absurd? It's absurd? Comer mischaracterizes Hunter Biden car payment reimbursement to his dad. It was just a reimbursement to his dad. Let's establish a couple of things. A car was purchased, we believe, in uh, June of 2018. All right. There they are. There's Joe Biden in the shorts, Hunter on the left. They really want everybody to know they're buying this car. Here we are buying a car. And we know this. This is established. His own lawyers admitted Hunter Biden had money from China in that Owasco account. Owasco and that account. Well, I'll get to that in a moment. First, who remembers in 2020 Donald Trump? Man, he he always speaks the truth. I don't make money from China. You do. I don't make money from Ukraine. There's the tell. Did you see his head? Look at what Joe Biden does. As soon as he hears China, he goes. Wah. One more. Can I see it, please? Wah. Not you do, Joe. You make money from China. What? Me? You figured that out? Yeah, he did. All right. Here's Joe's denial. Predictably. My son has not made money in terms of this thing about uh, what are you talking about? China. I have not had it. The only guy made money from China is this guy. He's the only one. Nobody else has made money from China. All right. The media goes bananas. Joe's right. Trump is wrong. And everything Trump said that night is a lie. Listen to just a little portion. Tonight, Trump made clear his closing argument is just lies, lies and more lies. Flooding the zone with a deluge of outright false claims. And he covers up, up all those deficits by attacking Hunter Biden and trying to dirty up a, a Biden. You can't dirty up a, a Biden. Unverified allegations, all of them. And a big assist from the print media. They all piled on saying all of this stuff on corruption claims. Biden cites facts while Trump tosses unproven allegations. Well, that's not true. Uh, these allegations are not allegations. They're actually fact at this point. They were fact then and double, triple confirmed now. When Hunter Biden showed up to get that sweetheart deal, right? Remember the deal that fell apart? His own lawyer in court said the following. This is back when Hunter was buying that car. Biden continued to earn handsomely and spend wildly in 2018. He received a little over $2.6 million in business 
and consulting fees from the company he formed with the CEO of a Chinese business conglomerate and the Ukrainian energy company. That is from his own lawyer, Mr. Clark, this year in a Delaware courtroom, and Hunter Biden was right by his side. So can I see the documentation about the car once again, please? It's a little thing, but it's actually pretty big. September 17th, 2018, the automatic payments are set up from Hunter's company, Owasco, to Joseph Biden, his dad, how much? $1,380 every single month. Now, a lot of people are saying, well, wait a second, there is a truck. There's a truck, and it was all about that truck. You know, this picture is very, very weird. <laughs> it just is. They're a little bit too proud to be getting a truck, don't you think? Hmm? He's 48 years old in this picture. Hey, everybody, look, we're really getting a truck in June of 2018. I also know this. I also know this from Hunter's own lawyer. What was going on from that court appearance? Let's go back. Biden's substance abuse worsened in 2018, a year that included a move to Los Angeles and what he has described as a spring and summer of nonstop debauchery. But in the middle of that debauchery, they go down to the Wilmington uh, Ford dealership and buy that car and they take a picture of it and say, everybody, look at us. Look at us. We're buying this car. You know, I think back to Tony Bobolinsky. And what did the Bidens, what phrase did they throw around? Anybody remember what we heard from Tony? I remember looking at Jim Biden and saying, how are you guys getting away with this? Like, aren't you concerned? And he sort of he looked at me and he laughed a little bit and said, uh, plausible deniability. He said that out loud? Uh, yes, he said it directly to me, one-on-one -on -one in a cabana at the Peninsula Hotel after about a you know, hour and a half, two hour meeting with me asking out of concern, how are you guys doing this? Aren't you concerned that you're going to put your brother's, you know, future presidential campaign at risk? Um, you know, the Chinese, the stuff that you guys have been doing already in 2015 and 2016 around the world. And uh, I just can almost picture his face where he sort of chuckles and says, you know, plausible deniability. Plausible deniability. And I think this picture of the car and shaking hands and making a day out of it at the Ford dealership in Wilmington, somehow this, this is part of a plausible deniability attempt. I want to show you another word, a word that isn't used often enough when Joe Biden is concerned, venal, venal, showing up or motivated by susceptibility to bribery. Remember when Joe boasted about being so poor? That might have been, I don't know, a hint to people with big money that Joe is open for business. I was illicit for all the years I was a senator as the poorest man in the United States Congress. I had the dubious distinction of being listed as the poorest man in Congress for 36 years. I had the great pleasure of being listed as the poorest man in Congress for 36 years. <laughs> I think that's some sort of, uh, it's not a dog whistle, he's saying it out loud. It got some money. I'm in business. Joe Biden. Everybody knows where to find me. Just a, just a thought. When I come back, a little bit on this Liz Cheney book. Please don't buy it. It is trash, okay? Don't buy it. I did, and uh, it's not good. We'll be right back.
Real conflict. Real threats. Real heart. Now, there's a place America gets its news. Newsmax, where real news for real people. Millions are turning off the old channels and switching to Newsmax, the fastest growing cable news channel in America. No agenda, no spin, just the facts. Millions watches, so can you. Newsmax, we are real news for real people. The release of the January 6th tapes is a critical and important uh, exercise. We want transparency. We should demand it. The American people do. We trust, House Republicans trust the American people to draw their own conclusions. We should not, they should not be dictated by some narrative and accept that as fact. So they can review the tapes themselves. Uh, we're going through a methodical process of releasing them as quickly as we can. As you know, we have to blur some of the faces of persons who uh, participated in, in, uh, in the events of that day because we don't want them to be retaliated against and, uh, and, and, and to be charged by the DOJ. Thank you, Speaker Johnson. You know, he let out a couple of hours and uh, wasn't enough. I'm so glad they're still on it. Speaker McCarthy only gave him to Tucker. And Tucker, he was good at breaking him down and getting the word out. They may even have fired Tucker for airing that stuff. Uh, totally outrageous. Uh, I love this decision. The establishment hates it. So really what he's doing, he's trying to further the public relations effort about wackadoodle conspiracies. He's going to blur the faces so they can keep saying that there was some guy that was some liberal that was urging people on or is that poor Ray Epps was there as a secret agent for the government. I mean, and the president, the former president is talking about these wackadoodle conspiracies now, that there was somebody, you know, that was planted by the government and this was all the government that did this. And that's what Mike Johnson's doing. He is doing this to play to the wackadoodle conspiracy crowd. And he is speaker of the United States House of Representatives. And I'm so glad. Wackadoodle. You can call us whatever you want. Uh, these are the facts. These are facts. This happened. The Horns guy was escorted around the Capitol. And we do have Tucker to thank for that. Virtually every moment of his time inside the Capitol was caught on tape. The tapes show that Capitol Police never stopped Jacob Chansley. They helped him. They acted as his tour guides. Here's video of Chansley in the Senate chamber. Capitol Police officers take him to multiple entrances and even try to open locked doors for him. We counted at least nine officers who were within touching distance of unarmed Jacob Chansley. Not one of them even tried to slow him down. It's totally amazing footage. This is not AI. <laughs> This exists. They just don't want us to see it. And they don't want us to see this stuff as well. It's not security footage. Actually, I've been playing this for years. But that little cop letting people on to Capitol Hill, come right up. Step right up. That way to the Capitol. Who is that little cop? And why are these officers just standing there as everybody comes in? Why? Why don't they stop? Hello. Welcome to the Capitol. And what about the three cops who just take a coffee break uh, and let all hell break loose just before Ashley Babbitt gets shot? Let's go, guys. Yeah, let's get out of here. There they go. And then, bam, bam, bam. They start raising hell on that, uh, on that door. And about 20 seconds from now, Michael Byrd and his itchy trigger finger are going to shoot Ashley Babbitt. We need these questions answered. I look forward to the new tapes. All right, now this. 
the Speaker of the House is a collaborator to overthrow the last election. Absolutely. What happens if Mike Johnson's the Speaker on the 6th of January, 2025? He can't be. You know, we're facing a situation with respect to the 2024 election uh, where it's an existential crisis, uh, and we have to ensure that we don't have a situation where an election that might be thrown into the House of Representatives um, is overseen by a Republican majority. So you would prefer a Democratic majority? Uh, uh, <laughs> she would. She goes on to say she would. It's funny. Uh, Mike Johnson can't be. Who's that? What if he gets more votes? Look, I actually haven't read the book yet, but I have looked at the pictures. And the pictures tell a story about Liz. She's been, well, the child of uh, very important people, a child of Washington. Here she is at the age of seven hanging around with, that's Gerald Ford. Were you hanging around with the president of the United States when you were seven years old? How about, uh, let's see, another picture here. Oh, here she is on election night in 2000 with George W. Bush and her dad in the governor's mansion. Did you get to do anything like that? No, she just runs in very important circles. How about when she was 15 hanging around with President Reagan? None of these things happened to me, but they happened to Liz. And I think to this day, she's got a complex about it. Like, I'm more important than anybody else around and what I want goes. Doesn't work that way. It did work that way with the old man, didn't it, right? Got us into that war, and she thinks she can uh, prevent Donald Trump from being president. I mean, just watch how they operate. People really, I think, need to understand and recognize the specifics, the details of what he tried to do in terms of overturning the election and seizing power. Simply stated, there is no doubt that Saddam Hussein now has weapons of mass destruction. There is no doubt that he is amassing them to use them against our friends, against our allies, and against us. Now he's actually done, obviously, even more to threaten our freedoms. In my view, you know, fundamentally, there is a choice to be made. You can't both be for Donald Trump and for the Constitution. You have to choose. In our nation's 246-year history, there has never been an individual who is a greater threat to our republic than Donald Trump. I. Uh will do uh, everything I can to ensure uh, that uh, the former president never again gets anywhere near the Oval Office. We have seen the danger uh, that he continues to provoke. The enemy is resourceful and ruthless. We must have no illusions about danger still present. The enemy has shown a capacity to inflict great damage on the United States, and we have to assume there will be more attacks. And we should have no illusions about who the Cheneys are. They are not good. They have made grievous mistakes and harmed this country immensely. And they are not to be believed. We have to fight against these lies. We didn't fight strong enough in 2002 and 2003 in the lead up to that hideous war. Let's not blow it this time. I'll be right back. You've signed up for automatic payment before. You gotta fill out one of these. Uh, it's an ACH authorization agreement. Automatic payment, all right? Automatic clearinghouse, I think it technically stands for. There was one between Hunter Biden's precious business, Owasco, and his father. From Owasco PC, Hunter Biden's holding company, to Joseph R. Biden Jr., his father. Started in 2018 in the throes of Hunter's addiction, yet. Yeah, he was addicted back then. Everybody seems to agree. 
You heard about this, right? $1,380 every single month going to Joe Biden. Now, I know it's not a million bucks or five million bucks or 10 million bucks, but it stinks. And so does the explanation. Oh, he bought a car and he needed a little help from his dad, the former vice president, to buy that car. And look at this picture. Hey, everybody, you see, we're buying a car. Make no mistake about it. We're definitely buying a car. The whole thing stinks. There's something going on. The left says that this explains it all. It was just about a pickup truck. Eric Eggers, the vice president of the Government Accountability Institute, he has been on this case since the very beginning. The Biden family alleged corruption, not so much alleged anymore. Welcome back, Eric. How are you? That's great to be with you, Greg. Can you give me your take on this thing? Uh, I am not buying the, I think it's like the plausible deniability thing, that truck. What do you make of it? Yeah, I think you know it's bad if the Bidens are voluntarily admitting that they bought a fossil fuel powered vehicle, right? <laughs> so, I mean, you've got $3 billion going to a green energy fund right now, and the Biden's like, no, we just love us some pickup trucks. Uh, I don't think that that's what it was for, but I do think, though, it's important to zoom out. Like, while it's just $3,900, I think there's evidence that three payments were made uh, of $1,300 a month. I think what it speaks to is the direct relationship between Joe Biden's personal finances and Hunter Biden's international business deals. International business deals, by the way, uh, that have been flagged, we now know, because of other emails that have been uncovered by the House Oversight Committee, by numerous financial regulators. These are people that are saying, look, this looks like ir irregular financial activity. These are bank accounts from China to Hunter Biden. We know China's attempting to infiltrate the families of American politicians for money laundering purposes. Hunter Biden doesn't appear to have any actual services to render. So when money goes to Joe Biden from Hunter Biden, it's not just about a truck. It's not just about $3,900. It's about bribery, plain and simple, from foreign governments to the family of the president of the United States. Well, everybody in the mainstream is scoffing at this, Democrats scoffing. And quite frankly, Republicans and conservative media have been very weak on this, and uh, they're weak on a lot of stuff, unless the New York Times says it's news. Uh, they don't think it's news, but take a look at the, some media reaction. Another situation that defies voters' understanding, right? Impeachment looks ready to move ahead. Mike Johnson has said that. We have Congress directly going after Hunter Biden, suggesting that they are going to use Hunter Biden's uh, uh, business relationship with his family as a cause for potentially impeaching the president of the United States. House Speaker Mike Johnson says they are inching closer and closer to having the votes to open an impeachment inquiry into President Biden, apparently for having lunch with his own son, since they still have no evidence he did much else. You remember, though, for months and years, actually, uh, never did business with his son, never talked about business with his son. Now, all those same people who accepted that are saying, yeah, he did business, but it's not a big deal. It's such an important point. This is another example of Democrats moving the goalpost. Because as you noted, it used to be, we've never talked about it. I never I had no knowledge of any of Hunter's business dealings. Now it's, oh, well, he's never personally profited. And now what the Democrats and the media are trying to do is say, oh, well, it's not going to be enough to impeach and it certainly won't be enough to remove him from the presidential office. But here's what the American people know that the left doesn't get. This matters. Remember that New York Times poll that everyone was freaking out about that showed Donald Trump beating Joe Biden in four of the five key swing states? The number one indicator that predicted whether or not Donald Trump would win a state was whether or not people believed that Joe Biden personally profited off of Hunter Biden. It was right there in the New York Times crosstabs. 
So and the only state that Donald Trump wasn't winning was the state in which there was not a double digit margin in which more Americans believe, I think correctly, that Joe Biden did profit off of Hunter Biden. So the Democrats and the media know that this matters to the American people. Whether they actually impeach or not, I think we'll find that it makes a very big difference in less than a year from now when the American people finally get to vote with the full knowledge of just how corrupt Hunter Biden was. This is not 10% for the big guy. $1,300 is not all that much, but you know what? But he has a lot of other companies that he could be doing the same thing. But let me run this by you. Could this be a little Easter egg? Like, they knew there was going to be scrutiny. They knew ultimately, okay, we'll, we'll show this. Okay, we did do business, but it was, you know, on the up and up. It was to help Hunter and his addiction. Meanwhile, the money is getting to Joe a theory, okay, by some other means. Literally could be cash in a bag, who knows. But this shows, okay, there is a car, everything checks out, right? Like they, when you launder money, every now and then you have to do something seemingly legitimate. Is this, are they possibly that clever or am I not making sense? Well, I'll take your advice on what the appropriate way to launder money is, Greg. But I guess what I would say is that I, I don't think that, you know, maybe it's true that Hunter Biden really is the smartest guy that Joe knows, because here he is coked to high heaven out of his mind in 2018, and yet he's still able to construct this labyrinthine system of shell companies and wire transfers that involve Chinese energy companies and these holding companies that appear, that appear on paper to be legitimate, but bank inspectors say, no, 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 this looks like a money laundering vehicle. But I would just say it's not just this $1,300 for a truck. Remember, we've got money that we know Hunter Biden was paying Joe Biden's cell phone. We have other homes that we have evidence that were being paid for. We have now six figures worth of transfers from not only Hunter Biden, but James Biden to Joe Biden, right? It's $240,000 at least. So it, it's not just this. So they can try to yeah. say, oh, it's just the $1,300 that's for a truck. Uh, no, it's actually a lot more. And that doesn't even count the tens of millions of dollars that have gone to Biden family members from people connected to the Chinese dang espionage ring. Mm. So I think they have a lot more to answer for than just this. If this is an Easter egg, it's not fooling anybody into believing that the Easter Bunny is real. <laughs> I want to see that truck one more time. Happy occasion uh, at the car lot. I've taken a picture like this, but a couple of things. In June 2018, according to Hunter's own lawyer, the summer of 2018 was one of debauchery and wild spending and drug use. All right. Heavy, heavy drug use. Hunter's sobriety date does not happen until his alleged sobriety date, because we have concerns about that, is in June of 2019. So is, is Joe Biden buying his his crack addicted son a car that doesn't seem like a very good idea the whole thing is weird totally weird but then again we're talking about the binds for the record i do hope that hunter is clean and sober uh but that quite frankly doesn't excuse anything eric eggers we appreciate it very much gai.org government accountability institute check it out and also the drill down podcast thank you sir always a pleasure greg be right back Two inspectors general say that there are hundreds, they believe. Of but, Ed, you're, you're not listening to me. Well, if, it were, if, if, if it were, Ed, if it were a... independent inspector. Well, if it were a government account, they would be saying the same thing. So the it fact, be right then, right? Either way... No, 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 
yeah, but well, look, Classified this, information got out. This, this is a, this is a, well, first of all, that is not in any way agreed upon. State Department disagrees. That happens all the time in these efforts to say what can go out and what can't go out. That is a part of the ordinary process. Ed Henry made that exchange happen. He was on the campaign trail, giving it to Hillary Clinton. Ed Henry is now our star hanker over there at Newsmax 2. Ed, welcome back. We're also joined by Mark Halperin, the famous political analyst and author. Gentlemen, welcome to you both. Uh, Ed, we never actually talked about that moment. It was a grand slam, in my opinion, and may have been the beginning of the end for her. How do you, uh, how do you contextualize that? <laughs> well, we were in a gymnasium in Las Vegas, and she was wearing that orange pantsuit. Uh, and the, and the, uh, the right had a lot of fun with it later about orange being the new black, uh, which I think was out as a TV series at that point, uh, and wondering whether she was getting ready for prison or not. She was obviously never really held accountable legally, uh, but politically she certainly was in the 2016 election. And what I remember is she just seemed stunned by the flurry of questions. What had happened is right before this news conference, uh, we were uh, getting a report, I think from NBC News, that she at one point had wiped the server completely. Uh, and that raised questions, obviously, about whether there was a cover-up, evidence had been destroyed. And I felt like my duty as a journalist was to stand up and finally press her on these kind of things. And uh, frankly, a lot of reporters were not doing it. And that's yeah. why I think she st seemed stunned. But she also wanted to face the music, to her credit. And she gave as good as she got and kept answering. But you could see at certain points she stopped because I sort of cornered her on various points of classified yeah. information, how serious this was. And she didn't have good answers. It's amazing what reporters will not ask. <laughs> I'd like to put a poll up, right. uh, several of them, actually. Let's take a look at this from 538, Biden down, basically across the board uh, with uh, voters of color and white voters. And uh, the campaign, to me, Mark Halpern, seems to be in a total free fall. Uh, you've got sources like no one else. What are you hearing and how much longer can the Biden candidacy, quote unquote, continue? Well, good evening to you both. Look, there's a real movement uh, of people, I would say, in the second ring from Joe Biden who say, we're not on a good trajectory. We need to stay the course. The inner circle believes that Joe Biden is going to win because Donald Trump will be the Republican nominee and he's unpopular. And on abortion, that's that is what they're counting on. Uh, President Biden at a fundraiser in Boston said he might not even be running if Donald Trump weren't running. That's been kind of his mantra. He believes uh, at this point he's put on earth to stop Donald Trump from getting either back in the White House or to the White House. And I don't expect, despite what many people I talk to every day say, I don't expect he'll back out of this race. He won't back out. <laughs> I can't believe it. I just can't believe. Well, look, he's got the media doing a lot of work for him. Here's that Stephanie Ruler rule person over on MSNBC. Take a look. For fact's sake, Joe Biden gave his son a no-interest loan. There is no special benefit as the lender. Does a sitting congressman, right, head of the House Oversight Committee, not understand how a loan works? Uh, she's, that's her thing. She's always exasperated and smug, but uh, a lot of folks in the media are. I think that this uh, truck loan, whatever the hell it is, is a another smoking gun at Henry. I don't know if you've uh, digested mm. it at this point, but the documents and uh, I I think it's juicy as hell. What do you make of it? 
Uh, two things. One, on the whole loan thing, I love how a lot of people on the left are now like, oh, yeah, they were all giving each other loans. I don't know a lot of families that just hand out cash. In this case, the truck, in fairness, was relatively low money, 1300 bucks a month. But that, that's real money to families. But nothing is my point compared to the loan that James Biden, the brother of Joe, gave him, in which we've now seen two checks from James Comer before all of what happened this week. $200,000 and $40,000 as loan repayment. I mean, that's real coin, as you both know. And uh, we don't know anything about what were the loan terms. Was it classified as a loan so nobody had to pay taxes, given the fact that Hunter has already in a plea agreement admitted he didn't play, pay all the taxes on the money he got? And there's a secondary point here, which is the New Republic and others are writing, oh, James Comer's a fool. There's nothing here. There's a pickup truck. And Joe was helping his son because he was a crack addict and he couldn't get credit. And if you look at the laptop, Hunter's laptop, yeah. there's emails in there. We already knew <laughs> that he gave him the money for the truck. Wait a second. So the laptop is real, real right? if it right, helps right, right. Joe's narrative. <laughs> but if it's about child pornography, it's fake. We've never heard of this. It's crazy. Let me see Weird. that uh, happy day at the dealership one more time. And a couple of things. We know it's 2018, right? And there's something a little bit like, hey, look, we're really buying a car here. A couple of things about 2018, Mark. Hunter Biden, I know this from his own attorney at that uh, Delaware hearing, made $2.6 million in 2018. And yeah, he was in the throes of addiction. That car cost $67,000. He had $400,000 coming in. Why did they go to the trouble? I, there's something, I remember the phrase plausible deniability that Bobolinsky uh, said, James Biden. Uh, you mean, what, do you, what do you make of this, uh, Mark Halpern? I, I, I think it stinks. Something's up. I remain old-fashioned on this story, and I, my touchdown remains two things. One is, let's get the facts. Let's get the actual facts. These are serious matters that need to be investigated. Let's not jump to conclusions. And second... When people in power lie, they usually lie for a reason. And one of the most frustrating things to me about the dominant media is they continue to ignore that President Biden, as a candidate and in the White House, has lied repeatedly about the circumstances related to his connection to Hunter and James's business dealings. I want to know why they're lying, because typically people in politics and government and in life lie for a reason. Yeah, and he's been lying a lot, and we know he's been lying. But regarding this pickup, I mean, we do have some facts. We know about that automatic payment. We have documentation. And, uh, but, yeah, there's, we need to know more. And uh, I wish the media were more curious. But we are and will remain so. Mark Halpern, thank you. And um, Ed Henry, thank you. We'll see you on Newsmax, too. Thanks, and Mark, guys. we'll see you on the Wide World of News. Wideworldofnews.com. How do we do it, Mark? Uh, go to the sub, my sub stack. You can read all about it. Go to walkingduck, walkingduck.com slash Mark if you want to read more. Love it. Thank you. And we'll be right back. Hey, remember the looting from the summer of 2020? Uh, if you're on the side of Black Lives Matter, it was somehow uh, excused or even glorified. Arson was glorified. The third precinct in Minneapolis. This is an iconic image. This is considered beautiful by a lot of people in America. They burned a police station to the ground. Um, so a Wendy's didn't have a chance. A Wendy's in Atlanta, uh, some arsonists, well, burned this place and destroyed it. 
was a Wendy's. I love Wendy's. You can still get baked potatoes there in Chile. Not at this one. Not at this one. Two people uh, were arrested. There they are. Uh, and they will not be going to jail. They worked out a plea deal. And what is it? Let's see. A $500 fine, 150 months in uh, prison. Oh, I'm sorry. 150 hours of community service. That's it? That's it. I think there's more of a penalty for spitting in a in a Wendy's. So uh, who arranged this uh, sweetheart deal? Fannie Willis, the D.A. from Fulton County, the same one who was indicted President Trump and a lot of other good people. Today, based on information developed by that investigation, a Fulton County grand jury returned a true bill of indictment charging 19 individuals with violations of Georgia law arising from a criminal conspiracy to overturn the results of the 2020 presidential election in this state. All right, you can try to sound all serious and high-minded, but it is a crummy case. It is, I think it's a criminal case. It's a crime that they brought it. Let's look at a real crime again. The Wendy's, that they were burning down to the ground. Why take it out on the Wendy's? I never understood looting. Well, a guy a long time ago said, the real secret of rioting, it's fun and it's profitable. Yeah, you steal stuff and you have fun doing it and pretend that it's for a righteous cause. They call it the, uh, the profit and fun of rioting. It was written in a book in the 1960s about urban America. True, it's like a textbook now. What a crummy deal, and I'll be right back. Free was made by tax rebels, freedom fighters, gold seekers, believers, lovers, and true patriots. We're Newsmax, and we're their heirs, and so are you. Newsmax TV, real news for real people. Take a look at my little babies. Uh, let's see here. Here comes Annalise. She's coming down the slide. There she goes. Good job. She's three. And here comes her little sister. Come on. That's Madeline. She just turned two. Well done, girls. Good night, everybody. Thanks for watching. And uh, to be continued tomorrow. Thank you for your support. All the best.